Stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. I am here with the coach, John Brett. And I'm here with the vet, Mr. N. Griffin, Sergeant Major yes. Griffin. Retired. Ret so you have to put the retired like retired. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my, so I walked to the class the other day because I'm getting educated and I had just got this haircut. And the professor kind of snaps at attention and salutes me and says, Sergeant Major. And I'm like, retired. Yeah, I'm retired, but you carry on, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's funny is people don't know, and I hate to even bring it up now because it's not part of this, but I really wish I would have seen you as Sergeant Major, oh. like come visit one day and see you in action. So Just one day. In action, you would be like, oh. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, you have to play the role. I mean, as yeah. a coach, I'm totally different on the field than I am in practice and totally different in practice than I am in real life. Bet that. So I'm not here to brag about those things, uh, to be <laughs> honest, but uh, I had fun in the military. <laughs> had a lot of fun. And it's about molding people, but I will say... Uh, I didn't see a sergeant major when I was in the military until I was two years in, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is definitely not the topic we were going to talk about. But I didn't see one until two years in. And when you see one, because there's only like one for every thousand soldiers or something like that, is you're very intimidated by them because they come with their entire career wrapped up walking there, and they will destroy you like real quick. Mm. and Or they will bring you up, which yeah. I'd hope most of them would bring you up. But if you, if you stir the pot wrong with them, it won't be pretty. It will not be pretty at all. And um, I've had many commanders go, man, I, I had to get the soldiers out of there, Sergeant Major, but I would love to have been a fly on the wall. Like, ah, <laughs> exactly. I bet you would, sir. Uh -uh. So, so, but we're here to talk about something else. And, uh, and we're here to talk about this uh, Florida, as it's called, the Don't Say Gay Bill, as it's been labeled. That's not what it is, but that's what it's been labeled as. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we... we what do we do in America? We hear something, we have the media tell us to be mad about it, so we'd be mad about it, and then we find out afterward, we finally read the bill and go, yeah. I was mad about that. Or we have the media tell us that, eh, something's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. A big deal. Yeah, yeah. So, but with this here is uh, the Florida Don't Say Gay Bill. Let me read what it actually targets, okay? The text that states, teachings on sexual orientation and gender identity would be banned in kindergarten through third grade, kindergarten through third grade. So we, we're not supposed to talk about sex for kindergartners in third grade. Are, are we talking about any sex between kindergarten and third grade or just not gays? Or is it all sex? Teachings, I'm sure it's all. Teachings on sexual orientation mm -hmm. or gender, gender identity. Yes. So um, pretty much we shouldn't. So there's a whole bunch of things I got on this coach yeah. uh, that I could elaborate on. But let me say this, I did serve as a Sergeant Major, and we're sitting here saying we can't talk about sexual orientation or gender identity, and I've been out almost three years now. We would invoke an investigation if we heard that a leader talked about sexual, their sexual preferences and orientation with their subordinates. Right. These are adults. These are adults. We would invoke an investigation on that right there alone. Some... Mm might even perpetuate them being relieved from their job. You know, this is the United States military, who is one of the most inclusive organizations there is. It, it actually sets the social trends. They, they kick them over to the military to go get all the weeds ironed out, and they give it back to society and say, see, the military is doing it, we can do it. You know, and we've, we've been doing that for years. We did that with integration. We did that with many other things. It kicks over to the military, let them iron it out, and then it kicks back over to society. So yeah, I'm a little confused. As, as adults... We can't really talk about sexual orientation 
and things that we do behind closed doors and things like that. Yeah, and working for company and, yeah. and running a company with a human resource department. I yeah. mean, you do not talk about these things on the floor of a business or that could be considered a sexual so, issue. So a, a, an adult that is groomed with 12 years of, of, of public schooling at the minimum is not allowed to deal with that. So we want a kindergartner to third grader to deal with it. And we, Florida passes a law so they don't do that because it makes common sense to me. So what is the beef? Yeah, first, why we even have to have this yeah. uh, law at all? I mean, it, it, I mean, who in the world would ever think that a kindergarten to third grade person would have to be told anything about gay or sex or gender or anything? Yeah. I mean, why would that be a discussion at that point? It should be about learning your numbers, your letters, your crayons, and recess, and is your mat got your name on it? Yeah. Do you get extra milk? Yeah. Or do you get a star? Uh, I, I, got, I got a granddaughter who's, who's five, and you know what? That star means a lot to her. I'm going to tell you what. Or smiley face. Smiley face, not a star. But I think some of this comes down, but this is just my thinking being in education, is there's so many parents nowadays that are not involved in their kids' lives. So over the last 20, 25 years, this has been more and more every year. So not only does the community feel like they have to educate a kid, but more and more has been put on the school and the school districts to tackle the issues of today because parents aren't. Like, you know, teaching about pregnancy and teaching about, you know, condoms and, 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 and different things because they're not learning it at home. Okay, so let me say this. Is that the school's role or is that no, the parents' role? No, it's not the school's. So I'm saying this is a parental issue that if the parents decide at third grade or seventh grade or ninth grade that that's when they believe their kid is emotionally and mentally ready for that, then you have the old birds and bees or whatever you want to call it, and you can maybe add in if you want to or not, gay or not gay. But that should be a parental issue in your own home, not a district or state issue that, is it, that's at a school. That makes so, no sense. So let me say this here, Coach. When we had the height of the COVID, when the whole COVID began and Texas shut down their schools, and, you know, Texas, we only did it for a few months, and then we went on to, like, the regular year after that. Mm -hmm. But when we did, one of the biggest debates was, wasn't about anything like sex or anything like that, but it was a social issue, is how do the kids who get school lunches get fed? Well, that's a parent responsibility, to be honest. Yeah. But... We said that as a state, we got to make sure they get fed. And I, and I agree with that. You know, damn, did they get COVID? We just got to make sure they get fed. We, we cared about the COVID, all, all, all the other things, but we got to make sure they get fed, which I don't disagree with that. It is, I understand that. But that's not the role of the school. What, what, we're, we're using that yeah. as, a, a, as, a, a, as a primer to that or a, way to, a means to funnel the money that way. But when it comes to sex and sex education, and how we want our kids to grow and develop, that is the role of the parent. Should be. Should be. And you, the role you, of the education that they're, that they're at the age of 12th grade, that they're baseline with everybody else to be, be able to be prepared for the world, is the role of the school and the school board and the family still. But the role of what sex, sexual identity, and the talk of the birds and the bees is the role of the parents. That is not the school district's responsibility. Right. Some school districts have taken that responsibility just as they have with school lunches and said, we have some underprivileged kids that never learned those birds and the bees, so they're all getting pregnant at the age of 15. Okay, I understand that. But that's 15, 
and not freaking third grade. Yeah. But yeah, you know, in your curriculum that you have to, you know, for passing, yeah. let's say, to passing a high school diploma to get you what they call done with regular public school is, you know, it's reading and writing and math and science. Well, it's and, not math in some social. states now. Right. In, okay. in some states, it's not math no more. But you have these issues, and now all of a sudden we're putting in more and more, and you know, this starts at the collegiate level. We're putting more into these gender studies and mm-hmm. women's studies and blah, 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 blah. Now it's starting to trickle down into the high school, and now we're talking about into elementary school. So we're indoctrinating our kids, that's what it comes down to, at such a third, fourth, fifth grade level about things that they don't even need to be worrying about at all until yeah. they are in high school and above. I, I want them to learn to read. At, at third grade, I, I expect them to be able to read by that time. I don't know many second grades that are going around making fun of people and using gay words unless they just hear a gay word. I don't even know what it means. But, I mean, what, what, is the, what are you trying to accomplish by saying these things? Do, do, I, don't, do we I, know? Don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't. And that's the whole deal is the LGBTQ community, LGBTQ, no, LGBTABCDEFG, yeah, community is yeah. saying what they're pushing is, is, well, if you're keeping it a secret to third grade, then you'll keep it a secret later and you put a blemish on them. A secret? Well, well you know. Most of them ain't going to hear about it unless you tell them about it. I know. So, and, and, and I do understand if you, if you have a, a family that's, uh, that falls in the L. GBTQ community. And you teach your children at home about you it. You teach your children at home and, and you're saying they're not being included. But what are we teaching about sex at all in yeah. kindergarten through third grade? I don't think we should be teaching anything. Yeah. You know, it wasn't until like fourth or fifth grade, probably late fifth grade, that we realized the freaking two dogs down the road were humping. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we didn't realize what that was. We thought they were fighting at first, you know, until about fifth grade, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, so... Let's, let's throw Mother Nature to the side and let's, I mean, we're already, let's force this into you. And then we'll, then we'll teach you Mother Nature. What they're trying to do, in my estimation, is they're just trying to make anything and everything be okay. What feels good, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to say you're, you know, we've had this whole thing about, there's so many people that I was growing up and you grew up with that were tomboys that turned out to be mothers, wives, they raised kids. But at the time, they were considered tomboys. Yep. In today's society, there are certain communities that would take that tomboy and want to have them transition into being just, a boy. Just let them be a tomboy. Let them be a tomboy. But see, what they're saying is, well, in reality, they wanted to be a boy. But since we didn't, they're living a lie of a life now. And there's no data and there's no research that backs that up. Yep. The data and research actually says that a person that transitions has a higher rate of suicide than if they don't. Well, I sent you some data a few few months ago on and understanding that we've only really had this ability to fully transition only in a handful of years you know that 11 percent of the females have regretted it yeah and, so, Ele- and, and that's only with a handful of years 11 percent regretted that that's the ones that came out and told us that exactly that's and not the ones that didn't tell us so that. vet think about this or the ones who committed suicide and most yeah. of those did that as adults. So if you start yeah. breaking that back to 17, 16, 15, and 14, and 12, let's say, let's just go at 12 because people are starting to talk. 12 years old has been some that they want to start doing this at some of these some of these states. Then that number can only increase because of the whole tomboy phenomenon of, you know, like, look at the, we can name list of people. 
And some of those people that were tomboys might have ended up being gay, but that, had, that didn't mean they didn't want to have kids. Yeah. Because I, I can name one right now, and I won't, but there was a girl that grew up on my street that ended up having kids that was a huge tomboy, now is in a gay relationship, but a beautiful, great mother. So you're going to take that away at a young age and say, well, you don't get to be, or, well, wait a minute, maybe he would be a boy could have a baby. I don't know. But this is my deal. It's absolutely crazy. When you and I were kids, if we were freaking in third grade and we went to school and said, hey, you know, start talking about sex at school, social services would have been called in on us. They should have been called. And social services should be called in on some of this crap. At third grade, at kindergarten? It's called at, child abuse, at man. At kindergarten, if I was to go home at kindergarten and tell my dad that they were telling me about sex or sexual orientation, my mom would have to lock up the shotguns because he's on his way to school. Right. And, and that doesn't mean that his times have changed that much. No. That's reality. So why would we teach this, this to, and I'm not that old, I'm open-minded. Dude, I don't care what you do in the bedroom. I don't care who you do it with. You know, as long as they're overage Look, man, and they're consenting, exactly. you can go have naked steamroller with whoever the hell you want. There are age-appropriate behaviors for so many more things than just a sex thing. There's age-appropriate behavior for drinking. Yes. For 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 smoking, for voting, for fighting in the military, for getting a yeah. driver's license, to getting an abortion. To talking about these things, there should be age appropriate. And why are they age appropriate? Why are there always been age on things? Because the mind of a child is not developed enough yet to handle certain things. And you mean to tell me that we're going to tell a kid in the third and fourth grade that they are mentally prepared to deal with the vast craziness oh that gosh. comes with transgender J's pronouns yeah. that we can't even figure out. I need to, I told my wife that they need to start wearing badges that says my name is this, my pronouns are this. We all going to start doing it. Not, not even on, on, on just those, just on how social, social guidance has changed any terms. I'm doing an article on a guy that is blind. Mm-hmm. He is, he's considered visually impaired. He is full-fledged blind and he will tell you this. I said, how do I address you? What do I call you? He said, I'm blind. And he goes, but I called the, the, the place of, of visually impaired. And they go, you're not blind. You're visually impaired. He goes, can you see out of one of your eyes? Like, well, a little bit. He said, I can't see out of any of my eyes. He said, I'm freaking blind. He is okay with me calling him that, but he's supposed to be visually but impaired. But there are some people that will say you know, that, that that's not appropriate. I, I mean, I, I don't want to use the same thing, but when we were growing up, the word retarded was used, and then it's special need, and there's yeah. other things. So over time, things evolve or different and I can see with up. that one sure because that that was derogatory the, but the, at became, third and fourth and yeah. fifth grade you cannot give me an argument for me to go you know what I can see your side on this one I, I don't see it uh-uh. so what is the problem with this except that this is Santos did good on this but but what I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you what the problem is the problem is is they see DeSantis as a political presidential candidate and this is I gotta yeah. stick him in the eye. Everything he does is yeah. crazy. More Trump. Even involved. even if it involves my my kids are in kindergarten, have to learn about sex, <laughs> and I wasn't ready to teach them until they're like twelve. You know. You gotta keep watching us. It's yeah. only gonna get better with these yeah. times. I'm yeah, telling you. I, I'm just telling you. Think mm. about that. I'm willing to compromise my kids or grandkids' uh, emotional stability to ensure I don't like DeSantis. We do know? have we do have some dissenters sometimes when they watch us. I would love for somebody to comment below and give us a. a 
give us a feeling of why they believe that that third and fourth and fifth graders should be taught about gay and transgendered and all these things. Or well, kindergarten through third for sure. Yeah, kindergarten through third should be taught these things. Yeah. And tell me a good reason why. I mean, change your mind. If, if there's a reason, I need to know it. I want to hear it. I mean, I got a granddaughter who is about to be a kindergarten. She's in pre-K. Let me tell you right now, my kids—they have. I guarantee, when my kids have, and I have grandkids, we ain't talking about this stuff. Not at all. We're talking about. You know what we're talking about? We're talking about doodle bugs in the yard. We're talking about catching lizards. We're talking about cars going down the road. We're talking about looking through the telescope. We're talking about tutus and tea parties, baby. Yes, that's it. That's all it. Right. So I think we're done with this. But let us know, because we want to hear it. Bring it on, Cletus. So from the coach to the vet, it's time to stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. Lead them.